Ultra. Welcome back to The Doctor's Companion, the weekly podcast where we review every episode of Doctor Who, one doctor at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. And Cassandra is uh, is on sabbatical. Uh, she's uh, in uh, Boston, out of town. Um, so we're just the two of us uh, this week. But uh, today we are discussing Arachnids in the UK, uh, which is the uh, fourth episode of Series 11. And this is, once again, written by Chris Chibnall, directed by Sally Abrahamian? Sure. Okay. Your guess is as good as mine. Okay. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, uh, female director, which is good. Um, and this is the one with all the spiders in it. Uh, sure. Yeah. The internet is going nuts with the spiders. Yeah, it's true. Um, I have... I have read that this this episode has triggered many uh, uh, arachnophobics. Um, yeah, I kind of uh, I kind of got Jumanji vibes. Oh, that's interesting. I got I got a lot of Return of the Return of the King and uh, 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 oh, Harry Potter vibes. Interesting. Yeah. Those th- those never scared me as kids because I could tell they were computers. Oh yeah. And I, I if I'm not mistaken, I think in Jumanji they're like puppet. And maybe I was also younger when Jumanji came out. I remember literally watching Jumanji and being afraid to touch the ground. Mm. Like after the movie was over, like I had to like stay on the sofa because I just kept imagining like spiders crawling on the ground. Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> in like a fun way in like a, in like a, oh, that was a scary movie kind of way. Yeah, like, sure, sure. I wouldn't, I, I, I wouldn't say that I have any kind of arachnophobia more than just the common Joe being, <laughs> being ignorantly kind of like oh, spider, you know? Yeah. Um, common Joe arachnophobia. Common Joe the arachnophobe. <laughs> um, yeah, I do love on the Wikipedia page it says main enemy giant spiders. Yeah, they're not even. I do enjoy if we want to if we want to get into spoilers. Yeah, I, I did enjoy that there there wasn't a um, a space connection this week. Mm-hmm. They, they weren't actually from the planet like to to tax or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, they didn't talk, which was unfortunate. I know we were kind of we were kind of hoping for that to happen, right? Oh well, that's yeah. all right. Um, so I, uh, I I think I every I think so far this season each episode has been better than the last one. Definitely. Um, I I I really like this one quite a bit. Like this one felt like Doctor Who. Like this is like the first one that I was like, okay, that's Doctor Who. Yeah, you know, and it it, it feels very deliberate after uh you, you know after we had Rosa, which. You know, as uneven as an episode as it was, I think all three of us were very happy or very excited by the the prospect of the show doing stuff like this, mm-hmm. of 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 making statements like this and just being, you know, uh, you know, making episodes like that where you know, like celebrating the life of just a person and maybe not being a rip roaring uh, space adventure. And this was 
such an about face and was, you know, like, you know, like, as you said, vintage Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, and was just a total B sci-fi creature feature mm -hmm. story and was fun and breezy and had tons of plot holes and some of it just flat out didn't make sense. But like, and it was, that was in the tra grand tradition of, of these episodes of Doctor Who as well. Yeah. And I found it, I just had such a blast watching this episode and it was uh, comfort, just pure, just comfort food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, you know, as, as, uh, as much as a, as a throwback as this is, I do think there was one bit of, uh, one bit of, uh, I don't know, kind of a, a swing and a miss and not, not quite connecting, um, perfectly with uh, tonally, which would be, uh, I think Chris Noth who played Robertson felt more like a villain from Russell T Davies or very Russell T. Yeah. Or, or even Moffat, but he felt like he was playing on that field yeah. and wasn't playing on the show that he was on. Right. Because, yeah. you know, we've remarked for better or for worse about how the Chibnall era seems. And I think it's continuing in this episode, weirdly uh, committed to grounding the show and grounding the doctor. Mm hmm. You know, uh, th this is a doctor that has to look at the blueprints. Right. This is a doctor that has to work through a problem and doesn't just like magic. I have it like the cat in the hat. You right. Know? And and yeah, it was weird seeing this. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, it did remind me of like, you know, Barack Obama giving a, a speech about how he's going to save the economy. Right. Um, I, I, I had. It reminded me of uh, it reminded me of uh, of uh, 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 Anthony Head in School Reunion. Yes, he reminded me of that character a yeah. little bit too. So yeah, just Chris Noth, Ham North, Noth, Noth. I was right. Should have gone with me. Hamming it up every scene, and I was actually a little bit relieved because there's that scene in the kitchen where he's like, "I'm gonna run for president. I own hotels. I'm a piece of crap." And I was like, "Wow, we're just doing it." And then. Someone, Graham was like, you're like Donald Trump. Yeah. And, and I was like, oh, okay. And for some reason, acknowledging that Trump is real in this universe, which I think they've already done, if I'm not mistaken. Mm -hmm. um, it just kind of like, okay, like, yeah, I, it was very campy. I've read write-ups on this where they were like, oh, yes, loved it. So hammy, so great. And other write-ups where it was like, guys, really? I was kind of halfway where individual moments, I liked his performance mm -hmm. and I thought he made a very effective batty uh -huh. and and none of it seemed too outside the realm of possibility especially him getting away with it and suffering no comeuppance i mean that's just like the story of our life now right um <laughs> but but then yeah there were individual moments of like trump's been after me for years where i was like okay chibnall like this seems weird why, yeah why this well it's also it's it's ba it's it's baffling because he literally says at one point that he's only running for president because he hates trump and so like if that's the case if he's running in 2020 against trump then that makes him a democrat yeah. because he can't be a republican and run against a a, a president you know rerunning yeah and you know this I, I feel so hypocritical saying this because like i know piss about like british politics i've seen uh -huh. i've seen love actually that's the extent of my knowledge of okay. british politics uh, that's I've seen them. They dance a lot. Yeah, they dance a lot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then... They go see school plays. Fall in love with members of their staff. <laughs> but yeah, so like... But it does seem weird that like both major times that they've dealt in the politics, there are these big blind spots that we kind of notice as mm -hmm. Americans where it's like, wait, wait a second. Why would this guy be running? Like, Is he a... Yeah, you're right. Like, is he a liberal? Wouldn't he be trying to like just get him out of office if he hates Trump? Like, wouldn't he be... or? Whatever, and I, and I and you can kind of tell the show isn't supposed to be 
you know, that's like the show isn't concerned with that, but then it, it does kind of trip itself up. Yeah. Right. Because, because then you're, then Chip, what Chibnall is saying is like all politicians are the same. Like yeah. that's what he's suggesting. It's sure. just like, there's no difference. And it's like, are we really going to play that game? Is that, yeah. is that the line you're going to yeah. draw on the sand, buddy? And the, the gun stuff definitely didn't feel over the top. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. of, of course, you know, he was like, you people, and you, why don't you just shoot your problems? I'm like, I, well, that doesn't even yeah. seem hammy to me anymore. Right. Well, right. But then, but it then, does, it feels weird that he's a Democrat. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just little stuff like that. You can just, if, if it doesn't we, make any sense. We enter Barack Obama giving a speech to save the economy territory right. where it's right. like, oh, you just want to. Just throw politics at it, or, right. or or you know headline politics, not right. like actual. Um, but yeah, no, and and it it was a romp. I mean, it really was like a vintage episode where like mm-hmm. the doctor was a little bit better than the episode, you know. Mm-hmm. And this is the one where I I I fully fell for the companions in this one. I think. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, tens empathy plus elevens awkwardness, mm-hmm. and but kind of using it. I just, yeah, I, I just like from the, from the very get go when she's like saying goodbye to everybody, I love how just nakedly bummed she is. Yeah. Like, well, you don't want to hang out with me anymore. You've got your fancy lives in Sheffield. Mm. Do you want to come in for tea? Yes, I do. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's so great because I feel like Eleven was so, all of them really are so, have been so proud mm-hmm. and, you know, using their wit and their, and their quirkiness to mask their emotions. Mm-hmm. And I love how 13 is just like, no, I just, uh, none of that. 13 is, uh, I think the thing that makes 13 so great, and I wish Cass was here so that, uh, you know, I, I think she would appreciate this because um, I'm sure she knows many uh, a women, young women who are like this. Um, but so have I, and I'm sure so have you. But like that awkward young woman who is a fan of lots of things mm-hmm. and is constantly talking about these things in the most awkward way possible in sometimes inappropriate times, yeah. surrounded by people who don't understand what they're talking about. Like I've met so many girls like that yeah. in my life, um, girls and young women. And that's who she reminds me of is everyone that I've ever met like that. Yeah. Like uh, the, the the scene of them wandering around Yaz's family's apartment was Mm -hmm. really her like seeing her in the context of new people yeah was like oh i I suddenly really do know who this character is and she feels so i like that she pointed out that she's socially awkward yes because i i think i like i like that quite a bit yeah she's aware of it yeah yeah well because it's not there's a difference usually in the past when doctors have been socially awkward it's sort of at someone's expense where where right. it's like um, excused excused rudeness yeah it's excused rudeness whereas her she's just being socially awkward which mm-hmm. is a different it's a different flavor yeah, of I, that maybe the the phrase moony mm. spacey yeah you know but in a very endearing way yeah. where she's you, a little lo- Luna Lovegood she's a little Luna Lovegood yeah, yeah. We're, we're, we're we're and like her companions have almost become like her buoys mm-hmm. of like you're you're doing it. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. You, oh, you just, oh slow down. right. Sorry. Yeah. As opposed to apologizing, like uh-huh. I feel, which is what Bill did so much and what Clara did so much. Like, I'm sorry he's being a, a real, a real prat right now, but like he's smarter than everybody. So we have to be okay with it. <laughs> right. Uh, this is, oh God. Th- 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 this is more like, I know she goes off on these tangents, but she, trust me, she's the smartest person in the room. Mm-hmm. And it was great. It was great seeing them stick up for her so much in this episode mm-hmm. to everyone, to like Yaz's mom, to Mr. Big. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, it was really good. I loved uh, uh, Yaz's parents. 
Both of them, yeah, yeah. so great. They were, they were phenomenal. I love that we were introduced to Yaz's mom before we knew that she was her mom. That was good pool. Yeah. That that reveal, because, you know, the, the, this poor woman gets fired, you know, like cut, you know, like, get out of here. And you're like, oh, that's just meant to like show what a dick this guy is. I don't know if I can say that word. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then when, when she calls like, Yaz, I need a ride. We're like, oh, good, cool. Like the pieces are, and like the dad being like, that's something up with that trash. Yeah. Like, it was great. No, it was really, really well constructed. This was definitely... Uh, uh, Chibnall's best script yeah. and uh, his best episode so far. Which is so weird because it is such a lark and it is so goofy. Mm-hmm. And like that spider is still in that woman's apartment. But but that's the thing is like that's that was the problem uh, uh, with – is it though? Because they called them all out. Oh, right? that's true. Yeah, yeah. With, with, with Stormzy. Right, right. Which, with Stormzy. Top, top 10 moment. <laughs> Never thought I would hear Stormzy in a Doctor Who episode. But yet <laughs> – Felt, feels now so inevitable. Yeah. All the pieces lined up. I would have never thought I'd hear Britney Spears in a Doctor Who episode, but that happened in like literally episode two. That's very true. Yeah. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. Man, RTD, just the Chris Columbus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's great because I think what this episode did was like, it really felt like early on um, in these first three episodes. We were getting Broadchurch Chipnell, yeah, and it was as if he was trying to remember how to be dinosaurs on a spaceship, Chipnell, yeah. Um, and then in this episode, I think we got a perfect amalgamation of the two mm-hmm. of, of dinosaur on a spaceship, Chipnell, and Broadchurch. Broadchurch Chipnell. And now I think we have Doctor Who Chipnell. Yeah, it's sort of the perfect. Uh, the, the he finally got the formula right, right. Uh, and you know how much dinosaurs on a spaceship means to me personally, for right? Reason. And I, and I don't like it because I think it's I think it's uh, the bad kind of lark. Yeah, the bad kind of lark. But mixing that with that broad church feel, we get this, which is just like this cool uh, weekend movie of the week kind yeah, of B you know, movie yeah, thing. Yeah, like, like the broad church is sort of the, it's what grounds it. Mm-hmm. It's what makes it feel not too whimsical to where it doesn't have any weight to it. Right. And it's, it, it's what made Chris Noth stand out in this, is that because right, yes. he was in a romp and this isn't really a romp romp it's like this reminded me you know what it kind of reminded me of a little bit was um the fog which we just watched right definitely it kind of had that vibe Yeah, because it it has a body count and there's a reason i think that's the reason why so many people and i don't i don't want to use this word lightly but you know like uh uh uh, triggered i guess or Mm -hmm. with their arachnophobia which what's kind of been the thing online um but um i guess i guess i say that because triggered is used just ironically or or insulting right but but we're using it correctly yeah yeah yeah. okay great but they were legitimately triggered and it's because it did have this weight to it yeah to to many people yeah you know you could like the 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 spiders looked realistic they were they they moved so realistically that it was it creeped me out and i don't have a spider phobia yeah yeah um because so many multiple twists of this episode or beats are turn around and there's a spider or mm-hmm. there's a bunch of spiders or it's yeah. a really big spider. And it worked every time because it was always just surprising enough. Mm-hmm. And like you said, the movement, the weight of it was so accurate. The webs were tactile. Mm-hmm. Like I, it almost, you could tell that there was some of it was real. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, it, it, it was it just, it all led to like a really fun episode that didn't feel too mean or too preachy. Yeah. Just everything got, Right. Yeah. Um, no, this was a this was a good this was like a really solid behind the couch episode. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh also um the first time that I now appreciate and accept uh you know them killing off Grace mm-hmm. in the first one is cuz like I I you know there's this episode there's a moment at the end where 
uh, as we kind of speculated or assumed, there was a line in the sand moment where the companions got to make a choice as to why they were getting on the Tard- on, on onto the TARDIS. Yeah. <laughs> and I, Team TARDIS. Team TARDIS. And you know, when Graham was like, "I'm in mourning, I lost someone, mm-hmm. and like, I don't want to, I don't want to go. Th- I know it's going to be a process, but I don't want to do it at the house. I want to do it having space adventures." Yeah. And that suddenly felt like the most logical reason to ever get into the TARDIS. Yeah, because it didn't. It, it wasn't even. It isn't even really him dealing with his gr- grief. It's not even him like ignoring it. It's yeah. more of just like the idea of like. It doesn't. That place doesn't feel like home anymore because yeah. she's not there. Mm-hmm. Now this feels like home because yeah. this was my life without her. Yeah, this is, is these three adventures yeah. we went on, and this is what great. And and there, yeah, there's that part where the doctor's like, "You're not going to be the same people." And Graham's like, "I think that's good." Yeah, and it was like, yeah, just such a. I love how this show is still surprising. Yeah, where you're able to find new little divots. Uh, and yeah, yeah, and, and and you really do feel like, oh, this is a team. Like, I, I get it. Yeah. Uh, even even yeah, like Yaz, and because you get all the, uh, you're finally starting to see the advantages of so many companions because mm-hmm. you get these little like, oh, Yaz and the Doctor is something very specific. Yeah. Yaz and I mean the Doctor and Graham, Yaz and Ryan, Ryan mm-hmm. and Graham, like all these little interrelationships. Yeah. So every time there's a scene with different combinations, you're you're like excited. Which is which is great because like if you compare that to. Uh, even, uh, as we were talking about, uh, earlier, like Ben Polly and, uh, right. Jamie mm-hmm. or, or, um, Adric, uh, Nissa, Nissa and Tegan. Tegan, you were never excited to see the companions interact with each other. Yeah. It was always like, oh, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> it, because it was always like, oh man, one of them's going to be complaining and the other one's going to be like, maybe you shouldn't complain so much complainer. Yeah, and then one of them's going to get like snatched. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so it was like, that's not, that's not what this is. Like, you're right. You do understand, you inherently understand like what their individual relationships are yeah. to all, all of the different equations. And the only one that I think they haven't played with yet is Yaz and Graham. Sure. Yeah. So I don't understand them yet. They have the least to do with each other right, right now. Right. It's right. kind of, which is so true to friend groups, I think. Yeah. But yeah, I, I am really excited about the idea of like Graham and Yaz having to solve a problem together. Yeah. And I'm sure it's coming. I'm sure yeah. that that's, that's down the line. It might even be the very next episode. Sure. Cause it's the one thing left on the checklist. Right. Uh, just little moments. Yeah. Like I love Graham and Ryan teaming up to catch that spider. Mm hmm. Uh, the, the, the little like fleck, the sprinkling. Of of uh well we get confirmed that Yaz is bisexual, mm. which is great. Uh, I didn't realize that it happened. Where was that? I guess I, I I guess I took the mom being like, "Are you guys together?" Oh, I took that as her mom being supportive of her daughter of whatever it is, but also like just not seeing her daughter with anyone a lot, like oh, boy and, or girl, and not knowing and not knowing. Okay, cool. That's what I took it okay, as. Okay, cool. But I'm, I I I don't know that that was bisexual okay. confirmation, but. I mean, it's not not yeah. bisexual that's confirmation. That's so funny. I just took it as like the mom assuming because of past experience. That's funny. But yeah, you're uh, right. Because like she's married to the job. She doesn't really have a life. Right. Because like even the, the, the sister was like, yo, you finally, you actually have friends. That's a surprise. Yeah. Right. That, right yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh man, I loved her sister. Yeah. The sister. Yeah. Kind of like the Brie Larson and Don John kind of vibe. <laughs> yeah. I kind of want, oh man, I forgot that was Brie Larson. Right? Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That was Captain Marvel. Um, Captain Marvel and Robin. Give it up. Is your real name, Robin? <laughs> uh, anyway, throwback. Oh boy. Um, oh yeah, and then Scarlet Witch. Wow. Yeah. Man, Marvel's got to scoop him up. 
Also, Tony Danza should, could, should be in something by now. Yeah? Tony Danza could be like He's a, got that cop show on Netflix. I mean, like, uh, I meant like... Uh, he's I, Josh Groban's dad. I, yeah, I should, I should but Yeah, yeah. He's... <laughs> dad's out of... Oh, man, that's such a great tagline. I saw that bill. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I was saying Tony Danza should be like a Gotham PD officer. Mm. He seems like he belongs in like Gotham City or something. But anyway... Yeah. Uh, it does seem that... Yeah. No, he would be... He would also be like a good like mob yeah. boss in Gotham yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, and then we get like, yeah, the doctor is like, wait, are we together? Is that what's everything? No, that's not what's been. Oh, okay, cool. Right. Yeah, she's just desperate for someone to tell her who she is. Sure. Yeah, that that's a great. Yeah, just desperate for confirmation. Yeah, is that is that who I am? Is that who we am? Are we date? No. Okay. Cool. Okay. She's, she's, yeah, she's just oh, okay. St- still looking. Yeah, just not even like. Just wants an answer one way or the other. Just want specifics. Yeah, specifics. I feel like her response would have been the same regardless. Oh, yeah, if it had been confirmation. Like, yeah, we are. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, she's like, oh, I, I call people dude now. <laughs> yeah. Like, that was... Yeah. That was good. Also, that um, there was that one uh, throwaway line where the, the doctor revealed that she had sisters. She grew up with sisters. That was nuts. Yeah. yeah. And she like... Yeah, it was like a, at a nunnery? Yeah. A convent? Something like that, yeah. But yeah, I was like, I was like, oh... Okay, interesting. Um, hey, whatever gets uh, more time ladies into the show, I'm for. Yeah, sure. The doctor has like... They're all back now. Three crazy Man, sisters. I would love to see her interact with the Time Lords. Yeah. Because they're all so regal and yeah, formal. Yeah, and they're, they're all around now. I, mm-hmm. I keep forgetting. Like, yeah, no, she, she's not the last Time Lord anymore. Yeah, I feel it's, it in my fingers. It's not a thing. <laughs> feel it in my toes. There's Time Lords all around. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Knight, Bill Knight. I want. I, I just want everyone to understand that Nick and I probably haven't watched Love Actually in at least a year. Yeah, it's just. It's in there already. I guess it's just. It's just coming back around. Yeah, it's it's like coming at us again. Yeah. It's like a it's like a wheel. We can see it in the distance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, this was just a lot of fun. It looks like the next episode is going to be this the alien ripoff kind of fun. Yep. Yep. Like, yep. And I say that just because space uh, space station under siege. Yeah, space station under attack. It's got a it's got a real L. L Ron Hubbardy name. Yeah, it does. The the Saranga conundrum sounds like a isn't that it, like that's how uh, Big Bang Theory titles their episodes. Yeah, is yeah. With stuff like, like that. Like the Crash Bandicoot probability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That 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 show. Um, yeah, I I really like this a lot. Uh, I, I don't, I have no idea what Cass thinks. I don't think she's even watched it yet. She probably won't watch it until right before we record next week. Um, so we'll probably start off next week with Cass's thoughts yeah. on this episode. Oh um, yeah. I would love, I, I'm yeah. very interested. And uh, then, and then before getting into, uh, the latest uh, one. Oh, the, what did you think of the Ed Sheeran joke? Uh, I, I, the, I, like, I, I know who Ed Sheeran is and I know that like people talk about him. A lot, and uh, but I'm like so indifferent. Like when he showed up on Game of Thrones, everyone was like, "This is so stupid." I was like, "I mean, he's just there." I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's not distracting to people who don't know who he is. So like, it's like whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so I don't know. It was fine. I do like the idea that in this amount of time, thirteen had just heard the name Ed Sheeran thrown around enough that she was like, "Who is that?" Yeah. Are you Ed Sheeran? Oh, she used the psychic paper. Oh, did she? Yeah, she like flashed it and she was like, Department of Stuff going wrong. Did oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's great. Um, anyway. Yeah, we're we're in full swing. Yeah. I'm 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 starting I'm like I feel like I'm on this show's wavelength now. Yeah. 
um, which oh, is which it, is good. You can feel it all clicking. Yeah, yeah, I think so. This is the one. This is the one where that happened. You know, uh, Chris Noth aside, like this is the one where it happened. Sure, I sure, think. sure. Um, and it's it, and is I'm not mistaken. Next week is our first non Chibnall written episode. Nope, he's writing next week's too. God, dude. Yeah, dude, Aaron Sorkin taking showers. Yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, yeah, he's writing the next one, and then and then he's gone for a while. So like the next yeah. four are not written by him, right. and then he writes the finale. Jeez. Yeah, and then I I would assume the Christmas special, which is nuts. This is the least. This is. I don't know what Christmas is going to look like in this world. I don't know. You know what would be really cool if they kind of went back to an RTD place where it was like Christmas with this family, with this new group. Yeah. And not like going off to like Narnia Wonderland. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that tends to be what each showrunner does at the beginning. That's true. That's very true. You know, because yeah. uh, Moffat had a Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. That was very Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, not just Narnia. <laughs> yeah. Or whatever the hell. Well, even that had like fish around like uh, lampposts yeah i don't know some people eat fish for christmas yeah that's what i grew up eating oh no no i just mean like like whimsical oh whimsical i see yeah i'm picturing i I can't see this version of the show going like full christmas bedtime fairy tale oh i see what what you're saying saying. yeah 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 okay i gotcha i gotcha yeah i i I do feel like it'll probably be a little bit more of a grounded approach seems like like a chinese takeout kind of show yeah yeah for sure um yeah all right cool well uh that'll be that'll be fun to to see open and shut case missing cast hope she's having a good time in baston yeah yeah um she's uh she's seeing hamilton so which is the most boston thing well i guess new york seeing in new york would be great but yeah yeah america Liberty Bell. It's true. That's in Philadelphia. That's. <laughs> like I was just like dunking on Chris Jibnall for not but knowing a lot about Boston America. was Boston was tea tea party. Yeah, Boston tea party. Yeah, and the massacre. And the massacre, both of those things. And Fever Pitch, the remake. <laughs> Wait, was it a remake or was it just uh, an American it, it, version? It was a yeah, it was an American remake of a of a. It's a Nick Hornby novel. Yeah, no, I knew it was a Nick Hornby novel. Was there a British version before the American one? I think there was a movie. Oh, okay. Because I, I know they're making another one, but I think it's a TV show, oh, the man. new one. Is he still about? Is he still about soccer? I think so. Okay. Like I think it's a British TV show, if yeah. I'm not mistaken. That could be fun. I don't know. Nick Hornby. Mm-hmm. Does he ever? Does he even have a cursory interest in Doctor Who? I don't know, but he would be an amazing Doctor Who writer, especially this kind of version. Yeah. That's so focused on like blue collar people. Oh yeah, totally. That would be great. They should get him and 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 get uh, Hugh Grant in an episode as yeah. like, as like a, oh my as god, like a dick. As like an, Could as you as imagine a... Hugh Grant as the master? That would be great. Oh man, the if mas- you guys if you guys haven't seen Paddington two, he's yes. basically the master in Paddington two. Like, but classic master. Yeah, like, classic like, classic like Doctor disguises Hugh master. Yeah. I like the idea of in this version of the show, the master is just like a jerk. Uh huh. That the thirteenth Doctor just has to like kind of like chase after. Yeah. Because yeah, I can't really because I don't, I want to see. I wonder if what I wonder what angry thirteen is because she got a little she got like you know we had that great moment where like you know the guy was like guns and he shoots a spider and she's like you jerk yeah yeah I don't think that she gets I don't think she gets scary yeah the fury the, yeah she doesn't have, yeah she doesn't get super scary because like eleven never really got scary either but he would get real real mad yeah um and I imagine that she'll be like around that level mm-hmm. um. Not not so much intimidating as just like 
I'm, I, you know, like that, that, yeah, impassioned and just sort of like, like I want to see 13 go like rings of Akaten. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, just like, just like the, like the, that thing where you like feel guilty because, oh yeah. Like yeah. I'm not, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. That yeah, kind of that was vibe. I, I, I really enjoyed her, her moment at the end when she was just like really letting them know about the dangers. Yeah. The you way. have to be sure. Yeah, because it, it has felt in the past, especially with like Eleven, where it's like, yeah, hop in, whatever. Yeah, let's do this. I have a friend. <laughs> Nothing bad happens. People like me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fun episode. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that's that's uh, Arachnids in the UK. I am. I was not expecting this to be my favorite of the first four. Right. Um. We'll see if it's my favorite of the first half after next week. Um, but so far, each episode is better than the last, I think, and uh, that's something to celebrate. Yeah. I think that's good. I got good, I got a good feeling about demons and the Punjab. I got a real good feeling about the Witchfinders. Yeah, that's coming up. Um, and then there's three episodes we don't have titles for yet. Mm-hmm. Four, if you count the Christmas special. Um, I wonder what this show will do for children's in need. Oh man, I, yeah, we haven't seen Thirteen interact with kids yet. Yeah, that'll be great. That'll be interesting. Um, all right. Well, T public, T public guys, T public, uh, dot slash merch is our T public store. You can buy our merchandise as well as anything on T public and we get a cut of it. Um, so if you're looking to buy any new t-shirts for yourself or for people as gifts, uh, you can, you can shop through our T public store at duelinggenre.com slash merch and we can get uh, a cut of that. And speaking of Christmas, uh, if you're going to buy anything from Amazon, we'd appreciate if you'd use duelinggenre.com slash Amazon because we'll get a cut of anything that you buy using that link. Very, very helpful. Our Facebook group is called the Doctor's Companion Listeners Group. Yes. Great. And we, that's great. It's the literal, it's the only reason I'm on Facebook. It's just, I just like hearing from the people that post stuff on the podcast. Let us know what you're thinking of this season, of the episodes, what we're, our, our opinions. Do you disagree? Do you agree? We love it. It makes us feel like we're actually talking to people. Yeah, absolutely. And then, of course, duelinggenre.com slash support is our Patreon page. Uh, we will, uh, you know, we're, we, we, we appreciate everybody who supports us over there. Um, you know, we post all kinds of bonus content uh, every week on our Patreon page. And uh, I still need to figure out some sort of goal for this show. Maybe uh, shorter hiatuses between seasons, um, something like that. Uh, but uh, let us know what you guys think, what you'd get, like to see, and uh, we'll we'll add it um, to our uh, our uh, goals, our stretch goals, or whatever on our Patreon page. Um, but either way, even if you just want to give us like a dollar a month, you gain access to Scott Program Minute, which is every um, every uh, week we uh, cover a minute of Scott Pilgrim versus the World um, with. Uh, uh, all three of us are on the show, along with Gary Roby and Brian Green. Um, Gary Roby from Harry Potter Minute and Brian Green from Austin, the world. Yeah, from Austin. Uh, and uh, and and so we put that out at a dollar a month, and then three dollars a month is basically all of our podcast bonus content, and then five dollars a month is all of our Geek by Night bonus content, um, along with everything else. So uh, that's how the tiers work. Uh, go support us on there. We'd appreciate it. Duelinggenre.com slash support. Special thanks to our Patreon associate producer, Ed Foster. And we will be back next time with the Saranga Conundrum. Take it away, Stormzy. Stormzy.